Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tavendiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavin Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard podcast. Hey, y'all guys. Season five's episode 15. The way that math work out is that every, every season of the Tavin Dillard podcast, I've done about 15 episodes. I think all of them, maybe the first one I didn't, I don't know. But uh, before this season fives, there was a season fours and then season threes and twos and ones. That's how the math work out on that. And just about all of them uh, have had 15 episodes. And what we do in uh, the 15th episode is the questions and the answers. Now, I don't bring the questions. Y'all bring the questions. And over the last few weeks, y'all been sending them in, uh, texting me them questions or emailing me them questions uh, that I'm going to answer today. Uh, I should get to most of them. Now, there weren't very many of the ones that were, you know, if you've listened to Q&As in the past, there's some for me. Most of them are for me because I'm Tavin Dillard. This is a Tavin Dillard podcast. And some are for Joel Berry because he produces. The stuff. He do he make videos and stuff like that. I don't do that. I just, I mow lawns and I live in my town. And I do a podcast now too. But uh, there weren't many of them. So it ain't, uh, he ain't he ain't invited today. It's just me uh, answering these things. Uh, that's the plan. Yeah, I'm just going to answer these. Uh, I don't know. We ain't got a big announcements today. Just, you know, I'm wearing, if you're watching on the YouTubes, Early bird gets the perm hoodie, keeping me warm. Uh, the Bank Bank hoodie came in. Uh, big news on the horizon. Uh, Coach Hicks in town. He got a he got a gym called Thunder Punch, and uh, not a big deal. But maybe I designed some artwork. Just going on a shirt. And this podcast is coming out what February twenty uh, onest. You know, the Tuesday the twenty onest. And so I should have. Uh, my Thunder Punch shirt this week and on March the 1st I guess I do have a big announcement on March the 1st which I don't know I think that might be a Wednesday uh, the Thunder Punch shirt is going to be available for sale but wait there's more uh, the first 100 folks that order a shirt are getting a Thunder Punch punch card I wonder if I, oh yeah here they are well I know you can't see on a podcast because it's for your ears but if you're on a video podcast I got the punch cards, and what they are is, you know, like when you go somewhere, and they, they, you get a little, oh, this is my first visit, this is my second visit, Thunder Punch punch card, and look at that, I signed the back of them hundred, that the first hundred uh, get one of these cards, and then you can sign the back if you get it on the top, like it's your membership card, and then I, we're gonna hole punch some of these, so you might get a Thunder Punch card that's already got three or four uh, punches in it, and then uh, them's gonna be with the first hundred orders of the Thunder Punch shirt. And that all launches on March the 1st. So if you care about any of that, then uh, stay in touch. I would say there's a link in the show notes, but there ain't a link yet because it ain't launched till the March the 1st, which ain't today. So that's coming up. And then you can check the show notes for Tabbins Honey from Bees. Been talking about that. And of course, my email, tabbindillard at gmail.com, along with uh, my phone number, 501 322 6249. 
That's how you get in touch with me. And a lot of y'all have been getting in touch with me. And why have you been getting in touch with me? Because you got questions. For what, Tavin? For the Q&A. When's that going to happen? Right now. Let's go ahead and jump in here. I got the, I got the questions right here next to me. Uh, and I'm going to rate them. And that's how it go. And then I'll, I'll answer them. So Nathan W. says, I see on the interwebs. Actually, he said the internet, uh, which is the same thing, I think. I ain't done all the research on that. But he's seen on the internet that many celebrities and athletes have their top five things I can't live without, like slippers, headphones, soaps, etc. Have you ever made a list of things you can't live without? Well, off the top of my head here, uh, Nathan, uh, butter, bacon, biscuits, uh, donuts, uh, and probably some hot fries. So I guess them things are uh, the top things, and then I can get into other stuff too. I could say my bike, but that ATB helped me out now to where you know I like the bike, but the ATB gets me there a little faster, and maybe a little more stylish, depending on how you feel in that day. But them's five right there. So that's some. Bridget from Monroe, Michigan said, is Cricket real name, is her name Cricket, or is that a nickname? I ain't heard you mention your truck savings lately. Are you getting close with your nursing home job? Well, Cricket's name is Cricket. That's what her folks named her. So that's her name name. Like if you look at her birth ticket or her driver license or any of them kind of things, uh, she got that in her name tag down at the nursing home where she worked. Cricket. Um, yeah, the, uh, I'm going to get to the truck thing later because a lot of folks have asked about the update on the truck. Actually, that was one that happened a few times. So, yeah, I'm going to answer that um, later when, when it come up again. Uh, are you getting close with your nursing home job? Well, stay tuned. Stephen B., if your team, uh, Bud's Burger Shed jerseys, had numbers, what, no, what would your number be? Well, you do notice, Steve, that it don't have numbers, so I ain't never thought about that. But I guess... I like number zero because it looked like a donut, but uh, then I like the number 10 because then it's like, hey, how about 10 donuts? So it'd probably be one of them numbers, the best I could tell. Um, and the back of my jersey stayed pretty clean because I'm a head first diver. I slide head first, I dive head first. Uh, when we shirts and skins, that's a whole different story. There wasn't no shirt to worry about, but boy, I'd tear up my chest. Some of them little gravelly rocks on the infield at the softball fields in town, ain't something you joke about. It really ain't. Thanks for the question, Stephen B. Matt Ellis from Paris, Tennessee. Do you plan to do any bass fishing with your buddy Cliff Pace this year, maybe in between softball games? Well, Cliff, you know, he a, he a bass pro. What I am, what I am is a no-pro fisherman. That means uh, I ain't a professional, and I bring the snacks, and I, I bring a lot of them. So I don't know, but, but Cliff, he a pro, which means he got tournaments to be doing, so he had to fit... Uh, in me and his fishing trips because they don't let a no pro out there in them tournaments I don't think on a boat and just start doot doot just dropping my line in the water um, and I don't think I'm being on his boat like out of way but we may figure something out you know I, I'm sure he likes fishing I feel like I've given him some good tips I feel like I've been a good friend to help him get better uh, at his craft that he performed out there in the water get well you know he got strength out there with them casts and them reel ends and you got to do all that thing on the water but we may get together again uh and do some of that uh let's see two 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 karina fredericksburg virginia how long do pumpkin and watermelon helmets have to dry out before you can wear them and how long do they last thanks well here's the deal karina uh how long do they have to dry out you dry them out 
So, I mean, you get paper towel, you can get old shop towels, you can get just regular towel and you dry it out and then you can line it with something if you just don't want your head, to, you know, in the summertime, them watermelon helmets are real cool. You know, that drip down on you, it makes for a good day. Uh, and then you're gonna probably be jumping in the water anyway. So you think, well, that watermelon juice is sticky. Well, that don't matter. Just give scramp to your hair, probably good for you. you probably bottle that up, sell it to a salon or early bird gets a perm, some fancy hair place say, oh, this is wonderful. Instead of sitting under a hair dryer, they could just sit under watermelon helmets, you know, kind of thing and, and help their the, uh, hair follicles grow. Best I can tell. So the pumpkin helmets and, and watermelon helmets, they don't last long. I mean, you get a good day's use out of them unless you're putting them in the freezer when you're done. And then they last as long as you keep putting them back in the freezer kind of thing. So I hope that helps, Karina, because we we on the edge here pretty soon in the next month or so. Uh, watermelon helmet season is cranking back up. And so that's going to be a hoot of a time. And you can do all kinds of things with them helmets. Don't just wear them for decor you know for safety you could wear them for uh, the snack helmet which i'll be getting into in the spring but that that's that's all coming up jeff d have you ever thrown a hot dog on one of those hot butter dinner rolls that are softer than eight baby angels like i ain't jeff uh i don't say that's a bad idea but usually when you get one of them and you get that butter on there it just start melting in your mouth uh you don't think about putting nothing else on it but i ain't saying that if i if i had that plan in mind I wouldn't say, no, that's a bad idea because I think that's a good idea. But if you ask me, hey, how's that taste like when you did that? I ain't done it. I ain't done it yet, Jeff. But, but I think it's a good idea. You give me good ideas. Kevin said, how do you keep your cool working around that fancy pants Hollywood fella Barry? I bet he has some shiny shoes and crazy britches. Oh, you talking about Joel Barry. I mentioned producer. We don't have to cross paths much. We don't cry because, hey, you know, he's doing his thing, and I just got to worry about what I'm doing, you know, on my side of the thing. But he okay, and I ain't seen the shoe selection, so I ain't sure, but I know he ain't barefoot. So that's how that go. Scott R., what are your thoughts on tater donuts? You know, Scott, here's the bottom line on that. I don't know nothing about them. I ain't never, they ain't never been a thought in my mind uh, to make or eat a tater donut, so I don't know. You know, I feel like I'd want to dip it in ketchup just like a hash brown. But I don't know. And so when I think of donut, I don't think of ketchup. And I don't think of a hot breakfast. But when I think of a tater donut, I think of a hot breakfast. I think, of, you know, you putting that with uh, two eggs over medium and four slices of bacon and a side of tater donut with some ketchup. But I don't know. So then my thoughts on it. Marcy Page, she says, hey, Tavin. And I say, hey, Marcy. And then I said, I goes, it's your standard greeting. <clears throat> but she got a question, too. I'm curious if saving the baby bird at the burger shed cured her Colossosaurus rex for good. Can you go in tight spaces now without fear? No. Uh, I was thinking about a uh, bag of double cheeseburger, curly fries, and Dr. Pepper, number three combo meal that Bud was offering me when I was in there. And so if I'm just walking around my day and I end up in a tight spot, I ain't going to be like, oh, I've done this before with a bird in the burger shed, air duct. I can do it here too. No, my mind got to be in the right place. I got to go somewhere uh, mentality-wise so that I ain't like, boy, this is too tight. I can't handle this. Get me out of here. I'm going to explode kind of thing. So that's where we are with that. But I did save a bird. It's not a big deal. I mean, I wouldn't call me a hero, but people have. So thanks for your question, uh, Marcy. Peg from St. Louis. Hey, Peg, you talk about your meemaw, but I don't recall hearing about your parents. I'm wondering if they're still around and live near Chancellor Park and if you get to see them. I think uh, there's a couple questions, but I'll answer it, I'll answer it twice in this, in this podcast, and here's the first time. I have mentioned my parents before, but it's been a while. They're truck drivers, so they ain't around so much. Um, and they, have, they lived in Chancellor Park years ago, but it's been decades. 
thanks for the question. Like I said, there's another one, and I'll just probably answer it later again a little bit more. Thomas Bailey, what is Donna Glenda's birth name? Also, if she's mad at her mom and grandmother, what name will she go by? So Thomas is asking about Mark Dwidell's wife, uh, Glenda Dwidell, but if she named after her granny and her mama. And so, like, if she mad at her granny, she'd go by her mama's name. If she go by, if she mad at her mama, she'd go by her granny's name. I don't know. I think if she, if she, if they both mad, if she's mad at both of them, and she don't want to be called Donna or Glenda that day, she just go by Mrs. Dwidell, you know, Mort's wife. That's how that would go. But there's a lot to think about, but that's how she chose to live her life, you know. You know how some teams wear throwback jerseys. I was wondering if, uh, this is still Thomas' question. He had a foo. I was wondering if Burger Shed would do a throwback day and play chess naked again. Well, that wasn't by choice, Thomas. That wasn't by choice. That was by uh, necessitation. It was necessary to do that because uh, Myron had not picked up our uniforms, and we had to play some ball. And we got out there, chest necky, shirts and skins kind of thing, and did what we had to do. But we ain't nobody looking like, oh, we ain't looking like back on that with fond memories, like, boy, can't wait to do that again. No, we got uniforms now. Steady wearing them on the Thursday nights when, when the season's in, which is going to be soon, too. Spring, summer league starting probably March, uh, you know, in about a month or so. So we'll see. Might be a little later than that. Sarah A., I was wondering whether your ma would ever let either uh, – let you either have Rachel Christine on the Instagrams or make a baby doll t-shirt with some of Rachel Christine's baby doll wisdom. Well, I can't say, uh, Sarah, that, that Rachel Christine's too wise. I don't think that she got much wisdom to her, truth be told. I mean, all she do is sit there and get her hair brushed. She has the snack parties with Meemaw. Meemaw stepped them up from just standard tea parties to all kinds of foods, donuts, bacon, wag bars, wag bites. They got them now, too. I don't know what's going on, but uh, them baby dolls like happen to like everything Meemaw do. So I don't know. But no, Rachel Christine probably ain't going to get on Instagrams because, you know, Meemaw would have to get permission. She's pretty protective of them baby dolls, especially Rachel Christine. But there's Baby Tish, Sad baby Tish Saddles, uh, Becky Thacker Haynes, Clary's Bonwell. Uh, there's quite a crew that they got, you know, she got on her shelves. Uh, does Meemaw, now this is still Sarah, she said, does Meemaw keep a list of her baby doll names and her and the key attributes? Or does she just know them by heart? She know them by heart. I think she got some stuff uh, printed out somewhere, but I don't, I don't know where she put it. You know, that's like uh, steady, heavy keepsake kind of things. How old was Meemaw when she started her baby doll collection? Well, I don't even know how old she is now, you know, Sarah. So I'm just guessing that she's had them since I was a kiddo, and it's just, it ain't done nothing but growed over them years. You know, she got her, her shelves in her front room of her trailer, and those get full, and she got, like, the like the highlight shelf where Rachel Christine's right there in the middle and these new ones that she liked. But then she got a box under her bed where she had to rotate them out because she ain't got enough shelf space for them, and she about running out of space to put shelves. So she got to do that under the bed, and then she also got a box of, you know, squirrels bonnets. She did bonnets for squirrels back in the 80s and don't want to let go of them. Squirrels hated it. So they don't like bonnets, but she she just holding on. Maybe she's the next generation squirrel's gonna like them. I don't know. Uh, and then Sarah, still Sarah, she said, "Is Brett older or younger than you? He's naughty. Uh, who's he take after? Uh, he's older. He's a couple years older than me. I don't know who he takes after. He takes after uh, somebody likes to break the law, and he's super mischievous, and he just don't think things through. And you know, sometimes he's around, but right now he ain't." 
Uh, and then another question, she said, how's cricket? Are y'all still sweethearts? Yeah, we just had the Valentine's. We went to Beckham's All You Can Eat Catfish Buffet, a two-for-one coupon I had down there. Uh, so that's what we did for Valentine's. Uh, cricket likes donuts. Yep, she loves them. She loves the frittler. Uh, will, did gonna, so some of these questions were sent before Valentine's. So her question was, will donuts goes make a heart-shaped donut this year? Cheryl Grubbs did some pink and red donut icing kind of thing. That's as crazy as they got. And then if you bought like a plate of donuts, they made them in the shape of a heart, like the donuts, all, all of them together made the heart shape. Daniel S., are you going to write any more songs? Because the Butter song should be a number one hit. Have you ever thought about making greeting cards with your poems in them? Uh, I don't have another song in the works right now. Thanks. Glad you liked the Butter song, Daniel. Have you ever thought about making greeting cards? I had a greeting card. It was selling on my website years ago, but I it's it's not there no more. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't my poems in it. But I guess I could put uh, the poems that I wrote, <clears throat> you know, in the in a, a greeting card, a Valentine's poem, uh, do pretty well. I got I got Mother's Day poem that's done well over the years. So uh, definitely, uh, folks have seemed to like them poems. So we'll see. Uh, Nathan H, you ever had a Frittler from Kroger's? I think they are pretty good. Uh, but then again, I ain't never had one from Donut Ghost. I ain't had one from Kroger's, but I seen the pictures. They sure do look good. So that's the way that goes. You know, I think I think that's a good call. Uh, Kimberly S. How did the first Captain Thunderboots die? So Kimberly's got two questions here. Uh, Captain Thunderboots, you're talking about Doreen Fundle's uh, pet that she won at the at the fair, you know, the spring picnic in town. Uh, that first one died. I don't know if it was just old age or it had a heart attack. They didn't do no autopsy on it, so I ain't sure. You know what what uh, you know some of them fair uh, fish. You know you get at a fair. Uh, I don't know. They just don't stick around for a while, but then some of them do. So I don't know what exactly happened to Captain Thunderboots, but he had quite the funeral. He had quite the send-off in that above-ground poo. Well, he wasn't above-ground poo, but uh, the actual ceremony where we uh, flushed him down the toilet in Doreen's room. Me, Cricket, and Doreen was there for that, but then they did a memorial service at Doreen's son's house, Trot and his wife, Sweet Wilma. And Doreen, she wanted to listen to, um, I think, A Love of a Rainy Night, you know, by Eddie Rabbit, and then she's face down. In, in that above ground poo just floating there and it's something like a water theme or sadness I don't know uh, but she just floating there long enough to where sweet Wilma got worried about her elbowed trot and said get out there and get her he's like I don't need to she's fine and then finally she's like trot you get out there and get her so he reached across that above ground poo and he creased it and when it creased it, it split open and out spilt Doreen Fundle and all the water and uh, she was she was happy. He turned her over, and her eyes were still closed. And she, you know, uh, sweet Wilma was yelling, "Mama!" You know, did she die? Kind of thing. Doreen just smiled, eyes still closed, and said, "There's still another verse." And she's right. They ain't. They wasn't through. I love a rainy night yet, and it was playing on CD player. You know, so uh, that's what happened to Captain Thunderboots. Now, when are you going to propose to Cricket, and how did you meet? Well, those are big old questions. Um, I don't know, Kimberly, when I'm proposing to her. We met a year ago. We growed up together. Then she moved out of town. Then she started in the last year or two delivering produce to the burger shed from her daddy's farm. And then she's been more involved in, in uh, you know, the town like that away since then. Hold on here. Hello? Well, speaking of cricket, hey, cricket is, yeah, well, you knew it's me because you called me. I'm doing a, the Q&A for the podcast. Yep. Yeah, there's some left. Cricket, I can't do that today. Okay. So maybe tomorrow if you're, okay, fine. I just got to tell the, I got to tell the folks listening what the plan is then. 
Yeah, I will. Now I'll save some for you. Okay. But speaking of cricket, she want she wanted asked the rest of questions. You know, I told her I got more questions for Q and A. She goes, well, let me do like interview style. So uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube's, I'm about to change locations because uh, Cricket gonna be a special guest on the rest of the podcast for the Q and A right here, season five, episode fifteen. And then if you ain't watching the video, then uh, then maybe we'll just have a little noise, bring, and then you see me and Cricket, and she gonna uh, ask me the rest of the questions. So I gotta get over there. Hey, y'all guys, very special guest today. Cricket, what do you want to say? I'm just happy to be here with you. Well, it's good to be here. So, I never had a guest on the Tabin Diller Podcast, and you're going to sit over there in that chair in a little bit, and you're going to ask me the questions for the, the Q&A. Yeah, I'm going right? to be Yeah, I'm gonna be the Q. Yeah. You're going to be the A. Yep. Yeah. And the folks. Like yep. peanut butter and jelly. That's exactly right. On white bread. Jennifer wants to know, what is your stance on bacon soda? Okay, and now she ain't talking about the stuff you cook with. She talking about like bacon flavored soda pop. Is that what we're saying? Yep. Okay, I don't like it. <clears throat> I love bacon, bacon flavored things. They don't really do it for me. Kind of gross. You ever had bacon soda, Cricket? Yep. It's gross, ain't it? I kind of like it. You kind of like it. Okay, well, if somebody sends me a bottle of bacon soda, I know who to give it to. So that's how that goes, Jennifer. <clears throat> Robin wants to know why is sweet wilma called sweet wilma well doreen funda who works down at the nursing home cricket knows her because cricket worked down there her son is trot and his wife is sweet wilma and the way i heard is doreen when she first met her she goes that girl is so sweet she put up with trot like out of way and then it stuck you know how a nickname will just stick that's what happened and she's sweet well and she a pretty sweet old guy she nice old gal you know after trot broke that above ground pool last year she wasn't all mad and yelling uh, he creased the side of that thing and all that water spilt out and she been sweet about it but they gonna have to replace it come postseason so that's how that go what's the next one cricket dale's asking last donut they tried peppermint fritter was mm -hmm. a little overwhelming mm -hmm. not well received any chance they might try a caramel apple fritter? Okay, so you're talking about donut goes in town. They tried a peppermint fritter for the Christmas times, and it tastes like mouthwash to me, and I did not care for that thing. So if they do a caramel apple, you say, uh, Dale, I'd be on board with that because I already like the apple fritter. You throw a little caramel in there. Uh, what do you think, Cricket? I love it. You eat it? Oh, I can taste it right now. Yeah, that ain't a bad idea. I may, I may float that idea by Cheryl Grubbs. You know, she running the donut goes right now. She in a walking boot. <clears throat> Kathy R. wants to know, do you offer to kill fire ants for your customers? Well, I don't, I don't, if, if there's fire ants, I'll go ahead and maybe try to kill them, but a lot, you, uh, think about with me is, they fluster me, as you could tell. I get flustered with them fire ants because I got ate up by them as a little kid, a little tyke, a little toddler kiddo, like I wasn't in diapers, but I couldn't drive a car somewhere in that age kind of thing. And them things will eat you up. So, I mean, if I got a water hose nearby and I can just stick it down a hole and then just, just wash them all out and stomp on them, but uh, they a little scary. But if somebody asks me, like Millie Ricks or Hank Thistle or some of them customers, and uh, I, it comes with a charge, though. It's hazard pay, but yeah, I might. Charlie wants to know, Tavin, I know you, a no-pro fisherman, and mm -hmm. bring the snacks and all, but sure. have you ever thought about magnet fishing? No telling what kind of treasures you could find. Oh, Charlie, I have magnet fish. I got a video on, uh, on interwebs where I magnet fish, pulled up a horseshoe. Now, I only pulled up one. I was hoping to stay there all day, pull up the other three, and eventually get that horse out. But all I came up with was a horseshoe that day. But you can pull all, you can pull phones and, and all kinds of railroad ties, but you can pull stuff that's like expensive, like money, money, too. So 
Yeah, I tried it, and I'm going to try it again, and I will bring the snacks. Brian Horn, hey, Brian. if you could only have one for a year, which would you take? Bacon double cheeseburger, mm. apple fritter, fried catfish, or three bean salad? Me and my wife, Tammy Lynn, love the show. Bink, bink. Well, thank you, Brian, for that. Uh, I would pay, I would take the three-bean salad off the table, even though Brandy Lynn Childress, that's Brody's wife, she'd make a bootable three-bean salad. I win awards for it, county fairs kind of thing. But I would put that off the table. And if I had to eat it for a year, I love the Frittler, but I couldn't do it all year, only that. Bake a double cheeseburger. <clears throat> that Cricket? Fried catfish. Fried catfish. That ain't a bad call, neither. Okay. Rachel E., is there a laundromat in Chancellor Park? What is the name of it? Who owns it? We love listening to your podcast. The Ank family from Lebanon, Tennessee. Lebanon, Tennessee. Well, there is a laundromat that's reopening, and Ricky Don Pearson, he a volunteer firefighter. He played on my softball team uh, last fall. Uh, he, got, he got a powerful right hand swing. Uh, he's going to take over that laundromat. I don't know what they're going to name it yet. I had to get with him, but they're going to bring it back. I guess for a while there wasn't enough people that uh, I guess uh, our town was doing well enough where most folks had it, you know, their washer dryer at their house. But uh, right now, maybe we grow enough to where more people want it or like it or need it. So they're going to be one. I don't know the name of it yet, Rachel. Mercy A. Firstly, what are some of your most embarrassing situations? Embarrassing. Yeah, that's very. She wants to just know what, what my most embarrassing ones are? Well, firstly, she wants to know what some of your embarrassing situations okay. are. She's got a part B. Okay, the first uh, most embarrassing, I don't know. You don't like to talk about that stuff, but there's some bike ramps I, I built in a trailer park that I just didn't think it through. And when you you making a big deal out of something, you're putting on a show, you're getting a crowd gathered around, you say, boy, I'm going to show off, I'm going to show them how I do these things. And all of a sudden, you're on your face, you're eating a little bit of gravel, and you got road rash up your chest, you're thinking, you're thinking twice about your decisions. So I've made some embarrassing bike ramps that I've learned from. So today, let's say you ask me to build a bike ramp, I get it done, no problem, and it would be a beautiful thing. But I have been embarrassed on the gravel with a bike ramp before. What's the secondly? Do you like pickles on your number three combo from Burger Shed? I hate pickles. Nextly, have you ever had a manicure or a pedicure? A uh, manicure or pedicure down at Early Bird Gets the Perm. I ain't been down there yet. Linda Ray Mantel, she's on him. She got takeoff hair duty because she cut somebody bangs that didn't want it. She frosted the gal's hair. I mean, she a mess down there, but they put her on phone duty. She could sweep hair and she can do them manicures and pedicures. But I ain't been down there. I ain't got time. I can't sit still that long enough. Have you been down there, Cricket, to get a manicure yet? Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, you like it down there. Before That's all fun. our dates. Yeah. Say to A. What did you wear to your senior prom, and what did your date wear? Well, I did not go to my senior prom. I was too busy uh, helping Meemaw get a cinder block underneath her trailer. She was deciding to lift it a little bit. This is years ago, you know, and I got so caught up on that. And I didn't have a date. Uh, Cricket had moved out of town. She wasn't even living in the town at that time. And so I didn't have anything. And I didn't have a lot of money, you know, in a high school to get something fancy. My, my, my letterman's jacket was a member-only jacket with just headlines stapled to it. And th those things don't keep long. You can't... One trip through the wash, and you got staples and newspaper you got to clean up. So that's how that went. Keaton M. wants to know, howdy, Tavin. It's Keaton. Why does Rance Farnhart cut your hair? Why don't you just go to Early Bird Gets the Perm? 
Well, uh, early bird gets the perm. They do a lot of perms down there and a lot of gals talking. And just the environment is not really a place I like to hang out with. Now, out at Rance at the bait and tackle shop, he got fish and chips out there. He do a little restaurant. He got the bait and tackle for the fishermen right there in the lake. And on the patio, he cut hair. We go out there. We hang out. We talk. He, he knows his way around a pair of clippers. And he's just been doing it for years. So I, I enjoy that environment better than I do early bird gets the perm with them gals, Meemaw, and all them guys getting down there. And they, they like yapping and they talking. And sometimes they get in fights. And I hate breaking up fights at my Meemaw starts or finishes. So that's how that go. Renee says, so people send you money for your truck fund? No, well, see, Renee, I don't want to ask for that. Yeah, I've been tra I've been saving for a 93 Ford Ranger about the last year, just about last March it started. And then when I had to put uh, air conditioning in Meemaw's 91 Buick Regal, that set me back on my savings. And so then since then, I've just been trying to save a little more and a little more. But I ain't, I ain't there, but I ain't asking people to help me buy it. That I ain't at that point right now. Stephen in Gilbert, Arizona. I know you're a busy man with all the mowing lawns, volunteering with oh, yeah. the T-ball team, and doing double work of recording with the audio and the video for your podcast. However, I'm hoping you can take some time out of your very busy schedule to give me a tip. Okay. Valentine's Day is coming up. Can you give me a suggestion for a romantic date? Well, I'll tell you, by the time this podcast airs, Valentine's is in the past, but uh, you might need a, a tip for a, a a romantic date any time of year is the way I see it. I say, I don't know, Cricket, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but um, if I picked you up on ATB and we went out to the lake, we got in that aluminum boat, your granddaddy's boat, it's a 12-foot boat, and we bring a little picnic lunch out there in the water. I mean, is that romantical? Maybe, I mean, <clears throat> my heart just skipped a beat. Okay, so there you go, buddy, free of charge. You're welcome. Dandy in Pennsylvania, I am only up to episode 10, but have not heard you talk about saving for the Ford Ranger lightly. Are you still saving for it? I was thinking that since the four-wheeler from Cricket's grandfather is yours now, maybe it was not such a priority anymore. Yeah, so Cricket's granddaddy, we had joint custody at ATB, and then he let me have the rest of it because he got it at auction, you know, for $75. And then now, like I said a second ago, we, I just had some setbacks on the financials. So I got my bike and I got the ATB. And then Meemaw, if I'm dropping her off at Early Bird Gets the Perm, I get that 91 Buick Regal till, till she has to get picked up. So between that, I ain't. But do I still want to get that uh, Ford Ranger? Indeed, I do. Jake L., I have to know how many stickers can fit into a one-gallon paint can. Oh, Snicker bars? Uh, so Mimo likes Snicker bars, and I've given her a gift before in a one-gallon paint can. The king size, uh, you get about 14 in there, and it's getting pretty full. full. You get them regular size and little size and like normal size, what you would have back uh, before they came up with king size, you can get about 24 of them in a, in a paint can before it gets too busy. Landon. My name is Landon from Missouri. I'm 12 years old and enjoying listening to your podcast. It always makes me laugh. I have a question. Have you ever seen a wolf? They are my favorite animals, and I keep hoping I get to see one in the wild. Hey, Landon. Thanks for the question from Missouri. I ain't never seen a wolf except at a zoo once, but we had a stray dog. There's several stray dogs that come through the trailer park, and I think they got some wolf in them. Like one time I fell asleep with my hand in a bag of hot fries and it come through that door because the screen door don't lock and it started uh, licking, uh, eating that hot fries and then licking the, the, the hot fry off my hand, kind of nipped at me. I got him in a headlock. Now he wasn't a wolf. I don't know if I could get a full grown Arctic wolf in a headlock, but I got a stray and he ain't come back. James K wants to know, 
What is going on with saving for a pickup? I'm from Oregon, so could you explain creased breeches? Oh yeah, the creased breeches. Well, creased breeches is what they sell uptown gal. Meemaw likes them, and what they do is like you can iron them pants in a way to where there's a crease all the way down the front. And Meemaw loves them. Cricket and her mama went out to the outlet malls. I don't think your mama wears creased breeches though. No, but but my Meemaw do, and her friends, Tabby Jean Tipton likes them, her friend Claudia, they like them crease britches. Uh, the saving for the pickup truck, I don't answer that. That's how it's going, you know. But crease britches, you can find them anywhere. I guess you can make any pants creased if you if you got an iron board. So. Todd R., maybe you should talk to Cheryl and Cricket and suggest hot chocolate for winter softball, and the winners get whipped cream and sprinkles. Only winners get sprinkles may give other team motivations to try and win. That's a good idea. So, do, do, I ain't doing winter softball right now. I had to fix my microphone for the listeners at home. It fell. But uh, I ain't doing I'm, – I'm helping assistant coach a T-ball team, which is like herding cats. But we – in the spring – I don't know, Cricket, you, I don't know if you're going, I know Mary Beth Tucker's probably going to work in session stand, Cheryl Grubbs, Cricket may help around that nursing home schedule, but she's busy, and then when that produce, that she deliver produce to the burger shed and all them places, you know, from her daddy's farm, so Cricket going to be busy, but uh, I, I, here's the deal, who asked that question, Cricket, what was the name? <clears throat> Todd R. Todd R., listen here, buddy. Uh, I don't like people messing with the concession stand menus because it gets distracted. Cheryl Grubb do a nacho bar, did a cupcake decorating table. That's a mess. It throws everybody off. As Skittles, hot dogs, snow cones, and soda pops. Keep it at that. But, I mean, it is motivating if you know you might get sprinkles on a hot chocolate. I ain't saying that ain't right, but it's just too busy for me. Josh. Uh -huh. wants, wants to know what's the best candy for church for eating and so you don't get yelled at for being loud opening it like butterscotch discs starlight peppermint cinnamon discs yeah none of them are good for the church and those are the most popular because once you get that cellophane going and you crinkle in it and you wrinkle that kind of thing what you need is something that's in a package that you can't hear or is already out the package uh, a, a glazed donut and you it don't make no noise coming out your pocket. It's a little bigger. I mean, and it's gonna mess up your Sunday britches. So maybe you need it in like a little uh, handkerchief or something. But you unfold that handkerchief and you take a bite of donut. Don't nobody unless you smack, and that's on you. But that ain't that ain't the donut making the noise at that point, right? It's the it's, it's your mouth. But boy, them cellophane, and you can't get into them. I don't know. Some folks, they cannot. I mean, they, they open them their whole life, but every time is like a magic act, and they can't figure out how to get into it. So I wouldn't recommend none of them. John C. Tavin, if you were a fishing lure, what lure would you be and why? I would be the ones that I usually use because I don't catch nothing. And if I was a lure, I wouldn't want to be in a fish's mouth and in his gut. So what I've been using, um, you know, I've used bacon, which I feel bad about because uh, I, I have a hard time wasting bacon. But if I caught a fish, but apparently they don't like they don't like the bacon I've been having, so I don't know why that is because I thought everybody loved bacon, but some of these bass, I guess they want a crankbait or a drop shot or some of them things that my buddy Cliff Pace uses. And so if I was a lure, I guess I'd be uh, any of mine that are in my tackle box because, boy, they live fancy free. They just get to swim in the water, get reeled back in, and back in the tackle box and just having a day swimming. That's a beautiful thing. Last question. Jesse from West Virginia wants to know, do you do any trout fishing? I ain't never fished for trout. I ain't never noodled where you stick your hand in a muddy riverbank and you hope to pull out a catfish that latches onto your arm and you pull that thing out because I don't like uh, being in places where I can't see. You know, muddy water, snapping turtles down there. 
that kind of thing. I ain't done trout fishing, although folks have said, hey, Tabin, why don't you come up trout fishing or go fly fishing? And so maybe I will. Maybe this will be my year, the 20-23s. I don't know. But that's all I got. What do you think? Was that all of them, Cricket? That was all of them, baby. I feel like I ran through them pretty fast, but... You uh, did great, baby. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I want to thank Cricket for being here today and helping me with these questions on the q and I'm honored. Huh? I'm honored. Well, I'm glad that you're on because you're so busy. I didn't want to bother you to have you on a podcast. Anytime I can spend time with you, I want to be here. I sure appreciate that. To support that. you. Yep. Well, I want to thank everybody else that sent in, in questions. And even if you didn't, you just took the time to listen to these questions. Thank you all for joining me. Season 5 of the Tabin Dillard Podcast. This is it. This season's over. It's done. Goodbye. And then Season 6 is going to crank up next week. Check the show notes today for all kinds of things. What, Tabin? Well, donut, gold shirt, all that kind of thing. Got Tabin's honey from bees. This honey is from bees. And it's in a jar. My face is on it. So it's like you having uh, breakfast with me if you put it on your biscuits or whatever kind of thing. Text me, 501-322-6249. Tabendillard at gmail.com. You know how to email me. Stay in touch. Again, thank you, Cricket, for being here. I know you got other things to do, so thanks for taking the time. You're welcome. All right. Hey, and if you ain't never had to break up a fight down at Early Bird Gets the Perm between Mima and Mabel Childers, you having a good week. Until next time, y'all guys, I'm Tabendillard. This is the Tabendillard Podcast. We'll see you later.